welcome to another episode of Sensational Customer Experiences. This is the show where we explore the idea that everything your customer knows about you is a direct result of input from their five senses. It's what they see, hear, taste, smell, and touch that determines how much they love you. And now here's your host and consumer experience expert, Wes Miller. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Sensational Customer Experiences. I'm your host, Wes Miller. I wanted to jump right in and tell you about an experience I had this week at the dentist office. It's probably not what you think. It actually is a sensational customer experience I had in the waiting room. I have been going to the same dentist for a long time, and one of the things that I've noticed in his waiting room is he has a television. And today it really, or this week, it really became apparent to me that one of the things they do, rather than having the television turned to one of the local news channels or cable news channels, which so many offices do, he actually has his waiting room television turned to the one of the home shows where people are out uh, remodeling homes and things of that nature. And I've been going in a few times to have some work done, and I realized that every time I go in, this is what they have. And I thought, this is really important, particularly in the polarizing climate that we are in right now. Rather than having a particular news or cable news type program, which sometimes can be polarizing to a client or customer, the showing of and the intentional showing of the home improvement channel really made for a sensational customer experience. Why get people agitated and polarized as they're getting ready to go in for what can sometimes be a stressful or anxious experience, the dentist chair, so think about that as you are considering some of your own experiences that you're creating for your customers. What are you doing to make sure that you're not further traumatizing or enhancing the anxiety that your customers may feel? What are you doing to neutralize or ultimately create a sensational customer experience? Today, I want to jump right in with a, our guest, Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I met Wendy probably about 22, 23 years ago. She was teaching a class at the local community college for continuing ed. I enrolled, and it was a class on aromatherapy. And in that class, we learned so much about scent and fragrance and how that can impact a lot of our emotions, a lot of our feelings, and a lot of our experiences in the world. When I was launching this program, I knew right away that Wendy was one of the top people I wanted to talk to and interview. And so today we're going to spend some time with Dr. Wendy Dearborn She's going to give us some insight from her experience with regards to how we can utilize our olfactory system, the sense of smell, when it comes to creating sensational customer experiences. 
And I want to jump right in and introduce Dr. Wendy. Welcome to the program. I know you have some uh, valuable insight and thoughts on this. In fact, before we met for the program, you shared some of your ideas. And I wanted you to just, uh, let's just jump right in. And what are some things that you think uh, are really important when you think about creating a sensational customer experience? What people really need to focus on is the what. What does it look like for you to get this money? And all the senses that you talk about, what's it feel like for you to get this money? What's it sound like to get this money? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? And so for me, when people actually put this all in the bag, it can really create for them a roadmap that they've created for themselves so that they can move forward in a fashion that isn't designed to, um, what do you call it, um, Wes? Um, self-sabotage. It, it, it really negates some of the self-sabotage because it would be easy for me to say, well, you need to go to A, B, C, D and then do X, Y, Z because this has been proven to work, blah, 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 blah. But everybody's so unique. They're so individual, i.e. like with the essential oils, you know, different people respond different ways. And, you know, I'll smell the the um, uh, neroli note when, when I smell rose oil and other people are like, nah, this stinks. It smells like patchouli. And you're like, what? So it's really in, it's really very, very individual. So that's where I am going and that's where I have gone and where I have been. That was a long story for a short answer. <laughs> very exciting. So um, I also noticed that you uh, did li uh, list a book title. Yep. Green is for Life, a Simple Guide, a guide to Life-Giving Green Smoothies. Green Smoothies. Yes, I most assuredly did. Um, I want to say that uh, four, four years ago, four, five years ago, uh, 2013, I want to say maybe five years ago, it's 18, um, I actually had a skin condition in which basically my skin was just cracking open. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. My skin was cracking open. So it got to the point where... Mm, I think maybe I need to go to the doctor because I couldn't get my contact out because my eye was really jacked up, my eyelid underneath. So I went to the emergency, not emergency room, what do you call it here? The quick care, urgent care. And so they looked and then, you know, they couldn't get my contact out because they didn't have a stick and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, when they gave me steroids because I said to my husband, they're going to give me steroids. They're going to give me antibiotics. They're going to give me a steroid pill. They're going to want to give me a shot. They're going to give me antibiotics the whole nine yards. Yes. And everything I said, that's what they did or they tried to do. I declined the shot to which the doctor was very, why would you say no to this? Hmm, perhaps because I can. Um, anyway, long story short, went to see a dermatologist, actually a couple of dermatologists, one of the best in Las Vegas, and said I'm going to be on steroids and steroid creams for the rest of my life. Well, steroids make you chubby and I'm fluffy already. So that wasn't going to work for me. So I said, no, I need to do something different. I have to do something different. I'm a true believer that food is medicine. It's not a panacea, but it sure sets a good base. And I went back to what I know. I went back to my understanding of plant medicine. And I created, I, I started doing, I, I, I watched um, Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead and all these these things on, um, on, on uh, Netflix. I think the first thing of Forks Over Knives, I think that had just hit the airwaves, I think. But I watched all this stuff and then I decided, hey, you know what? I know I can do this. I have training in this already. I know I can do this. So I started doing juicing and I realized that wasn't for me. 
because I wasn't actually ingesting the whole plant and a lot of the plant was being wasted. And I said, you know something, you need to eat the whole plant, Wendy, you know this. And so from there, I did a green smoothie fast. I think I did 60 days. My skin cleared up. I went to the doctor. The doctor was like, oh, you know, your steroids and everything are working. And I just smiled, went back to the doctor and he said, oh, the steroids. And I said, no, this is what I've been doing. And he said, literally, well, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because he's working. And he didn't want to know. So from there, I wrote a book about it. Just, it's a beer, it's the beer nuts and bolts of how to create a green smoothie, recognizing you need the entire plant in your cariff when you're drinking. The root, the stem, the leaves, the seed, and the fruit. No matter how much, whatever way, but you need the whole plant. Holistic healing is about the whole thing. So that's that. That that was on that. Interesting. Taste, taste your way to health. Your, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> I love you for that. Taste your way to health. I love that. Wait, I'm writing it down to health. I love that. Taste your way to health because it really, it really is. Um, you know, it, and Wes, it's, it's the taste. Yes, your way to health. I used essential oils. Um in the, in the, also on my skin, because, you know, it's also plant-based, um, to calm. I was actually putting myself under a lot of stress. And as a result, this was the outcome. My, my body was showing me what was going on. And of course, because, you know, I touch people because I do reflexology, my hands on the outside, they were broken and, and I'm serious. They were just splitting apart. And so I was very conscious, you know, how can you say that you're assisting people with healing and you look like a shipwreck, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> how can you, you no, no. And so that, that too was definitely the impetus that, you know, I, I need to walk my talk. It's very important. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not feeling. Uh, yeah, yes. that's what yes, you, you talk do. about. So. Yes, 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 you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's, so. it's vitally important. I, I think that, you know, with, with customer service, with customer service, that the sensory experience is so important. And, of course, for me, you know, I, I'm, I'm into aromatherapy because smell for me is huge, is absolutely huge. And being a master aromatherapist, I'm here to tell your listening audience that although I don't want this taken as a negative, you can truly influence how people, what they do when they are actually in your environment. You can literally influence what they do. You know, I I know that um, they've had the cartoon where, you know, Somebody, I don't know, mum might be cooking roast beef or it might be cookies. And you see, you see the little um, cloud, the plume and the person's following, um, following, you know, whatever it is that mum's cooked. And this is true when you use aromatherapy. It can influence people to, to buy. It can influence people to be interested. Uh, and when I say aromatherapy, I'm talking about the sense of smell. It can influence people to um, to ask questions or be so relaxed that, yeah, you know, everything's cool. It's really good. I feel good about being here. I feel, I feel so 
The sense of smell is vitally important. Of course, it's primordial. It's our olfactory system. It goes back to when we were, I don't know, tadpoles or whatever we started out as. So it goes back to those times. And we are very, um, we are very impacted by the sense of smell very impacted and I don't think people realize it until they smell something really horrible and they can recoil. I mean, you can smell something so bad that literally, Wes, it can make you vomit. It can make you throw up, literally physically throw up. That's how powerful the sense of smell is. And so for, for, you, for, for, for the people who are gaining wisdom from being with you and learning what you're putting out there, Smell is vitally important. You know, uh, you go into, you, you walk into an establishment and if the floors are polished and everything looks clean, but you can smell this odor that you can't quite identify. It's not rubber. It's not trash. It's a, people's minds are trying to figure out, even though you're talking to them, you know, you're getting them to try and sign a document for a car or, or a house or whatever it is. People's minds are like, what's that smell? What am I smelling? Because they're trying to figure out, am I in danger? Am am I in danger? And so you don't have them. So whatever kind of establishment you have, it's vitally important that it smells absolutely wonderful. And wonderful literally means to be something that's not... um, uh, uh, aggressive or overpowering, you know, like some of these perfumes and things that people have, it, it's too overpowering. It needs to be something that, um, that tickles the senses, but yet still it's going to do what you want it to do. If you want your customer to be relaxed, then you use essential oils, not fragrance oils, this difference, essential oils that promote relaxation. If you want them to be focused then you would you would use something like rosemary rosemary essential oil so they're focused in it stimulates and it it focuses focuses them in if you want them to be um engaged engaged in a way where they're relaxed but focused you could mix something like rosewood and pink grapefruit and have that coming through the system and of course it will affect your employees well as well, you know, they had um, on Bond Street, because I'm from London, hey, um, they had uh, um, on, on um, yeah, Bond Street, yeah, it was Bond Street or Oxford Street, Oxford Street, on Oxford Street, they would have almost like these little kiosk things and there were shops, there were tiny shops, Wes, and they were really narrow, it, they were really narrow. I mean, it was almost like clutter. You walk in there and they had things hanging from the ceiling. That's how small it was. And what they would do is they would um, put, uh, what do you call it, like the smell of uh, uh, baby powder, baby lotion. And they would have that going out into the street. And then you get women. They pass by. And there goes the, the, the maternal instinct. There goes that whole... Ah, baby. And they'll go in and they wind up buying all this leather stuff, (laughs) all this leather stuff, and they get home and they're like, well, why did I buy this? So aromatherapy can have the same sort of impact, if used correctly, as neuro-linguistic 
programming. It can really have that, it, it, it's that powerful. Our olfactory system, our primordial system, it, it's that impactful. So for, your, for, your, for the people out there, you know, it, it's really important. I went to a dentist. This is when I first moved here. And I walked in and I'm like, well, well, I can smell bread. What the, the, I can smell bread. And literally they had a bread making machine in there. And they had a bread making machine because they were trying to do all different things. God bless them to make people feel comfortable, to make it feel welcoming because for many people going to the dentist is a traumatic experience. And that's why they had it there. You know, that they, they had a bread machine and I, I was like, thumbs up. I'm like more power to you, you know, instead of, you know, some of the plug-in things that they have that can be really harsh to the senses, you know? So, you, yeah. You've brought up so many things. And uh, one of the first things is, uh, relative to a situation I had happen last night, I went to a meeting uh, in one of the casinos here in Las Vegas, yeah. and it was a, in a beautiful uh, convention area. And when we walked in the room, I, I immediately realized there was something wrong. It was a terrible odor. I sat down, there were some other people sitting down, and finally I said, am I the only one or is, does it smell bad in here? And it be Became the overwhelming topic of discussion yes. instead yes. of what we were there for. Oh, we're yes. now focused on how how bad, bad it smelled. Yes, and then I, I love your comment about you know, am I in danger? Because yes. our big question was like, what's going on, and why why is this? And first of all, what is it? And then our concern was, you know, what does it mean? We're trying exactly. To, we're trying to figure out like, what does it mean that this exactly horrible smell. Uh, is in the air and you know we're going to get cancer from it you know hello <laughs> exactly Wes. exactly so, excellent and then you also talked about you know some of the, and i want to emphasize that there are so many great casinos here on our strip mm -hmm. that when you walk in you can tell that they are filling the the space with great fragrance or, or odors and um i mean one comes to mind if you go to the aria Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's vanilla or what it is, but it's it's one of the things that I like to even tell people, go to that property. It smells and really smell good. It. Yeah, it smells really good. So in speaking to you know our listeners who might be small business folks, might be folks with a small office. Uh, we were in an insurance office last week working with them on this sensory mm -hmm. experience material. Uh, what might be your suggestion to them if they want to infuse some great uh, smell and they don't want to just rely on plugins, but they want to do something a little more natural, a little more uh, holistic? Okay. Well, what one one of the things that I would would first first of first and foremost that I would do is to make sure that anybody who works there and is going to be impacted doesn't have any specific allergy towards any smell like take for instance i'm not too fond of the smell of cinnamon and after a while that would get on my nerves okay that literally it it, it makes me kind of jumpy so that's the first thing that i would find out general little conversation you know is there any smell that you don't like peppermint whatever yeah 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 and then from there what i would suggest is what i would say to them is simply this 
what are you wanting the end experience for your customer coming in to be? What are you wanting that end experience? And also, what are you wanting your end experience with the customer to be? Is it for them to sign a form? Is it for them to come back? Is it that what what is it that they're wanting to to have happen? And based on that, then I would say to them, um, you know, choose some. And I'm going to use some of the really generic oils that can definitely help any establishment out. Choose things like lavender, peppermint, lemon, pink grapefruit is absolutely awesome. Pink grapefruit lifts the spirits. You mix it with rosewood, which can sometimes be a bit difficult now because it's on the endangered species list. But you mix it with rosewood and or and or rosemary. People people are relaxed. They're they're uplifted but they're focused in and so it's that sort of thing i would definitely say to people um to start out perhaps using one oil lavender would not be the first oil because it really can put people to sleep it has the ability in a work scenario i would use something again i'm going to go back to pink grapefruit i would use something that's uplifting um and pink grapefruit for as much as grapefruit can be like it's got some serious pucker power going on. It can be, it, it's a lovely essential oil. It really is lovely. And people come in, they're like, oh, what's that? Oh, that smells really nice. It smells kind of lemony, you know, and, and that's good. As long as you like lemons, of course, that's, that's really good. So what I would say to people is to go to actually Diffuser World. There's a company called Diffuser World. And I would buy one of their one of their uh, diffusers that has the ability to actually diffuse the essential oils. Actually, it's a nebulizer, if the truth be known. Um, And it has the ability to diffuse the oils in a way that they're not diluted and they, it just pushes the oil out and it can do 800 square feet or something like that. And that's what I would say to people go to diffuser world, um, Pick a couple of oils, pink grapefruit, you can use lemon, peppermint. Um, in the work environment, I would actually leave lavender out, um, rosemary. Um, yeah, I'd say those, those, those to be going on with. Um, things like oils like winterwood and some of those other oils, I would say, I'd say winterwood uh, in particular, I would veer away from that because some, sometimes that can be neurotoxic, which means it can definitely mess with your brain in a not so nice way. Um, but some of the generic ones, somewhere where you can literally walk into Walmart, not Walmart, well, you can now, uh, literally Whole Foods, <laughs> well, you can, Whole Foods um, or any kind of uh, good health food store, and they have a nice array of essential oils. So I would say lemon. Grapefruit, pink grapefruit, if you can get it. Um, uh, rosemary. And did I say peppermint and peppermint? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, w- I would say those. I would roll with those. But, you know, Wes, I know you know that there are so many more oils out there than that and so many more oils that can do stuff. But just as a start out, something fresh, something clean. You can also use, actually, while I think about it, eucalyptus. So I'm going to eucalyptus. Menthol, pepperita, peppermint, lemon, grapefruit, citrus, paradise. 
one, two, three, four, and I said rosemary. Okay, so what we'll do is we'll actually create a list of that for our uh, audience and put that on the mm -hmm. episode page on the website. Yeah. So you can go there. And is Diffuser World a website? Diffuser. Yes, Diffuser World. So we'll put a link to the to the World. website Dot and com. a list of your recommended oil. Yes. And yes. Uh, also make reference to the fact that um, lavender, skip it unless you're a spa. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of skip it unless unless you're trying to put everybody. Unless know, we have some psychotherapist out there, then exactly. <laughs> yes, and and true, true, true to form because this could be part of the thing. You know, part of um, the the people who begin seeking out what what you do and help them to engage at a sensory level. Mm -hmm. at, um, you know, creating their business, establishing their business and or, you know, taking their business to the next level. Because this for me is what this is. It's going to take it to the next level. And for those out there who do that, you know, you're a psychotherapist, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, lavender would be, would be great. Rose, neroli, melissa, some of the more expensive oils. These would be absolutely great. You know, you mix it down with a little geranium, you know, uh, let's see, something peppy. Again, I'll use grapefruit. You mix that down and uh, you have that going. It's absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Um, my favorite oil, um, you know, one of the most expensive oils out there is rose, rose essential oil. And, you know, anytime I'm doing a talk or anything, that's what's, that's what's going out. And people are like, what is, what is that? I love that. What is that? I love that. Oh my God. What is that? I love that. And it really has that ability versus what you say, the experience that you had um, last night, like, okay, what, is that smell you know what is that smell you know and is it going to kill me am i going to get cancer because i i inhaled this yes so yeah so i kind of want to find out a little bit about what what inspired you to explore this whole sense of smell and you know the aromatherapy you know what 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 initiated that at what point in life did you say oh you know what this, these smells are important and these oils are really the way to address that or attend to that. As, as a child, and I mean literally, Wes, as, as a child, I had to have been about five or six. I was born and raised in North London and my mother, um, she, she grew roses, as did my grandmother. She grew roses, like my, my grandmother. But my mother grew roses. And... I remember uh, getting outside. Uh, let me back this up first and foremost. My mother grew roses, and that was back in me the day where women sewed their kids' clothing for the most part. They sewed their kids' clothing, and so my mother she would she would sew, and there was like five girls, five of us, and she had her her uh, shears for material. Okay. And then you had the other shears, blah, 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 you know, whatever you're going to cut paper, whatever. Well, of course at five, five and a half, no more than that. You know, I wasn't allowed to touch the scissors, you know, they're sharp. I had it in my head that I wanted to make rose water. I don't know where that came from to this day. I do know that the spinner from that, as I'm talking to you now, 
I, I don't know if you remember these these salad bowls. They mo- almost looked like they were made out of bamboo, but they were interlaced. It, it, it was a wooden salad bowl, and they had the big bowl and then the little bowls. And I knew that I wanted to make rose water. Now, I got out the back door, and I took my mother's shears for her material, and I cut her roses. And I came inside and I dragged the stove, I dragged the chair to the stove because I couldn't reach it. I put water in the kettle, no, I put water in the kettle. I dragged the, the, the chair to the sink, climbed up, put water in the kettle, put the kettle down, dragged it over to the stove, put the kettle on, or lit the, 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 the kettle. And I knew it had a whistle because you know, that's how it did. Lit it. And I'm standing there on the chair over this thing, watching it, watching it um, boil. Well, I had put the roses, the rose petals for the most part and all the little green flies as well into a bowl. And I knew that I needed hot water to make this rose water. I don't know how I know that, Wes. I, 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 I don't know. I just knew that I needed that. Well, the kettle whistles and I'm trying to pick it up now with two hands and the door opens and my mum's standing there and she said, sweetheart, put the kettle down. And cause I froze and I thought, oh, I'm in trouble. And when she said, sweetheart, put the kettle down, you know, I thought, oh, plain sailing. So I put the kettle down and I said, I'm trying to make rose water. And she said, yes, get down. And then where she beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she beat my ass. I ain't gonna lie. My mama, she beat my ass that day, right? And I was trying to, I was trying to make rose water. So where I'm going and answer your question, it's something that's always been innate with me. Um, they have flowers at home called Lily of the Valley, and they smell so beautiful. Bluebells. They've got a nice smell as well. Um, although people will say carnations don't smell. I can smell the fragrance on a carnation. I can smell it. And so I was always trying to make perfume, you know, maybe in one of my past lives or something, I was always trying to make perfume. So that innate thing has always been with me. I've never liked perfume itself. And when I have, it's always been expensive perfume. And so it it went from there. I got, I I, I had a near death experience. I was ill. I decided to go into, um, uh, holistic healing or medicine as we call it in the UK, but holistic or complementary medicine. And I did a reflexology course and they were talking about aromatherapy. And I was like, it was a match made in heaven. I'm like, that is for me. And I, I went and it's been, it's been a match made in heaven ever since. So, you know, it, and it really has, it really has. And it works, you know, it, it's not a panacea, but it works and it works really, really well. My nieces and nephews, for children, my nieces and nephews, you know, I don't have kids, but when I had my nieces and nephews stay with me and they were always with me, I would have four of them at a time. And then I realized I couldn't cope. And so what I would do is I would take lavender and I'd put it on their feet and I'd tell them, auntie loves you, now go to sleep. And they'd, they'd be out you know, where they gone. Um, so, so there's that lavender again. Yes. <laughs> good, for the, yes. good for our insomniacs out there. Get yes, the it is. And for your heart, 
your heart, Yardley's, Yardley's um, uh, uh, soap and aftershave and soap shave and all this. Yardley's is also a soap that they actually created from lavender because they realized the power that lavender has to actually support and heal the heart, support the heart in being healthy and to support the heart that's having problems. So let's switch gears for a minute. I, I know yeah. you've got your uh, website, the laws of attraction in action.com, oh, yes. yes. which yes. Uh, for those listeners out there, go to our episode page for this. You'll see the link there uh, to the laws of attraction in action.com. And I'd like you just to share your thoughts on that. Um, what, what is that about? Or what, what are you, what are you trying to drive? What's your messaging of that site? In, in the laws of attraction in action, one of, one of the most important things for me about that site is that in the last, say, 10, 10 years, but believe me, this has been going on since the 16, 1700s, okay? But in the last 10 years for us, the, in the advent or the advent of the, the secret, I, I want to say it was about 10, 12 years actually, I think now, that the secret, it came bang, full force. And when the secret exploded onto, onto the scene, a lot of people were attracted by the law of attraction and the seemingly simplicity of it. Well, it's simply complex. Now, one of the things that I loved about the secret was it opened a dialogue for people to begin talking about their innate ability to actually utilize their own internal power to draw to them that which they want. What they didn't say was, it's not the law of attraction, it's the laws, plural, of attraction. And so the website truly is dedicated to bringing that understanding and awareness to people that it's the laws and that everything you do can create a law. We're all individual and unique. So everything that you can do, everything you do creates a law for yourself. That being said, that um, you can't, okay, you can't actually want to create this, um, this holistic experience for your client over here. And by that, when I say a holistic experience where um, I'm going to go Zen on you, you know, they go in and it's, 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 it's right and they feel the vibes and everything and everything is just perfect. You can't create that or hope to create that over, over here if you are at angst and have, don't have the ability to forgive, you know, your granddad or, you know, your mom or to forgive, you know, the people who bullied you in school. If you can't forgive that and you're harboring that resentment here, the two cancel each other out. So the website is bringing understanding to the nuances that are involved in you being able to create through your spoken word that which you say that you want. It talks about belief. It talks about prayer. It talks about meditation. It, it talks about visualization and understanding that you, you need to, they teach you to visualize, Wes. They say, see it and it will come. No, you have to be it. You have to be in it. You know, you want the house, you want the business, guys. You are trying to create the ultimate business and the ultimate experience for your client. You have to experience it first before you can even begin to have a dialogue about it. 
And so that's what the website is dedicated to. Hopefully that made sense because I can go off on a tangent mm-hmm. on this. Oh, and it seems to link into this whole idea that really you've got to pour all of your senses into that. That's right, Wes. So it's not just about seeing it. It's, it's that's about right. realizing what is it going to sound like? What is it going that's to right. smell like? What is, you know... What taste does it conjure up in your yeah. mind? I, when I think of my grandparents' home as a child, mm-hmm. you know, I, obviously I can see it. I, I have a visual of the house. And when I think about going to my, when I think of my grandparents' house as a, as a child, it's not only just what I remember seeing about the house. Yes. I remember the smell of coffee. Yeah, it was always in the kitchen. It smelled like coffee, and I, to this day, when I smell that coffee smell. It still takes yes. me back to that. Yes. So here's the thing. You were talking about the laws of attraction. And one of the things that I've noticed, and I don't know if this is, you know, I, I've tried to use this to my advantage, is that when I need a phone call, when I want a client to call me, I need some more business, whatever that might be, I get on the phone and I call somebody that I really want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Because undoubtedly what will happen is we'll no sooner get on the phone and all of a sudden, someone will be calling in. Yes. And how interesting that that would be the topic that I wanted to share. And as we're talking, the doorbell rings. Yes, of course. And <laughs> like, I can't remember the last time the mailman came to my door uh, to deliver a package. Um, yes. And, you know, all day he could have been here. He could be here. Late, but no, he's he, he arrives and rings the now. doorbell. And... <laughs> So a friend of mine told me that's the law of attraction. You attract that. You yes. you put it in your head. Because what I'll say is I'll say something like, "Now you just watch. I'll get on this 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 exactly. interview, and we'll get inter- we'll get uh, interrupted by someone ringing the doorbell." I actually thought that. Yes, and, and, and here we are. We and, get on <laughs> the yes. interview, yes. and right in the middle, ding dong, you know, there's yes. the doorbell, just yes. as I had sent the message. Yes. And I remember I, I went to one of your classes probably about 22 years ago. Yes, I was thinking about that today. And I had made a statement about getting old or something about feeling old or turning gray, something about old. And I remember you saying, do not say that. And I have remembered now for the last 22 years, I think it's about when we were first. Yes, that's about uh, right. Um I never make those kind of comments now about that sure makes me feel old or those. I think that's what it was. I had something about that makes me feel old. Yes. And yes. you said, do not say that because yes. when you program that, then you will start to feel old. Yeah. And so I you have know. purposely done that. Now I need to, and maybe it's not a bad thing that, you know, the doorbell <laughs> rings or that I get, that that's my little technique for getting a client to call. Yes. To drum up some business. Which is wonderful. <laughs> you see, the thing about that in regard to the laws of attraction was you've recognized it. And then for me, what I say then is to exploit that. Now that you have full recognition of it, what does it look like? And I say to exploit that. What does it look like to use that to get? I, I literally, want? I literally sometimes will make a list of people I want to call. There you go. Because then what happens is I, I don't, I can't get to it. The other thing I do is try to have lunch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I go and as soon as I put something in the microwave and as soon as it warms up, I get interrupted and undoubtedly I end up having a cold lunch. Yes. 
It's yes. kind of a, a really bizarre, but I, at the same time, I'm making statements like, now you watch. Watch as soon as exactly I put this in the microwave, with. this phone's going to ring, exactly. and it does. Now, I haven't figured out how to master that for the lottery yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, watch me if I go down and buy that ticket, it's going to win. I, I haven't been able to get that part mastered yet, but so, and I, and I just love how that whole law and laws of attraction as you talk about, um, really does tie into the whole sensory. It experience. really does. It really does. Wes. You have to think about all the, how you, how you connect exactly. with your world, which exactly. is really what, what our, uh, sensational branding is all about. Mm -hmm. It's about how you connect, uh, people and connect the, uh, the customers with your world. It's important for your, for your, uh, I think for your listening audience to, um, how do I phrase this? Uh, it's important to listen to what people have to say and the advice and all of that. But you need to be really clear on what you want so that you have your picture, your mental picture. You've stepped into it. You're not just viewing it. You've stepped into it. You've started living how you want, um, you know, your, your, your workspace to, to, to look what you want it to look like. So when people come and they say to you, well, okay, I come and I, I talk to you, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you, you, you need um, daffodil essential oil, which I don't believe there is one, but no, you... you I've you, never heard of that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, you, 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 need, you need Melissa essential oil here. And you're like, you know, while I can get what you're saying, Melissa doesn't feel right. I understand that you're the expert for what you do, but you're the expert on you and what you want. And I think it's really important for people to understand that when they use all their senses and all their senses to get into what they want, it makes the how so much easier. They don't have to worry. It, it's almost like it unfolds naturally. The how, you need this pathway, you need that pathway, as opposed to, Oh gosh, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to make in here smell better? Well, if you don't know what better is, how is it going to smell better? You need to know what better smells like for yourself before you can go out there and make it smell better. If you want the interior to look different, well, how am I going to make this look different? You know, it needs more lighting. Well, would that be, you need more windows? You need to take the stuff off the windows or do you need some recessed lighting? Do you actually need floor lighting? What does that look like to you? And so I think that's really important for, um, for, for people who are really trying to go to the next level um, to, to really think about really and truly what it looks like. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? What does it sound like? Yeah. Thank you. So, you know, I ask all my guests what mm -hmm. I consider a fun sensory question. Mm-hmm. And I have my little list and I picked one out that I wanted to ask you. Okay. And it's a little different from, I, I thought I wanted to ask something that won't be about smell. Okay. So the question I picked out for you is, if a loved one was to serenade you, mm -hmm. what song would you most like to have them sing? Um, I would say Marvin Gaye, Let's Get It On. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
anything more about that or is that we're leaving it at that? No, we'll leave it at that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the song. That's the song. And thank you. And and I guess some so many interesting answers when I ask some of the different questions, as you know, our listeners know. I ask all those questions. So that brings us to the part of the program that we like to call, now that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm going to ask you to leave our listeners with one or two strategies Mm -hmm. that um, would be most important for them to successfully launch their sensory customer experiences. Or as I should be saying, sensational customer experiences so what 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 strategies can you can you leave with our well one of of the things that i would backtrack on is in order for your in order for your customers to have the sensory experience that you want them to have you first must have that experience and it has to be your experience even if you're actually working you know you could be working you know, for, for the casinos or what have you, if you're in charge of a department and you want it to be a certain way, you have to be able to see it. You have to be able to feel it. You have to be able to hear it. You have to be able to taste it and you have to be able to smell it. You have to embody it before it can become materialized, before you can have the work people do this or assign different tasks to, task to different people. So you have to embody it. And to embody it, you have to engage your entire being. Um, and to do that, literally, it's an inside job. You can't do that seriously making contrasts and parallels. It's an inside job. All you need to do is ask yourself, what does that look like to me? And or what am I wanting to experience from you fill in the blank? you fill in the blank. Um, I believe that it's important. I, I'm, I'm old school, Wes, you know, like I, I, I'm pen and paper. I, I, I really am old school. And for the, for the um, digital people out there, see my phone's in my bag, it's not even on the table, but digital people out there, write, I carry around a book, a little book. And I, and it's small and I make, I make notations about things that, um, I would like to experience or I would, I want people to experience or ideas. You know, I might go into a coffee shop that's not Starbucks and I'm like, wow, that's a really good idea, you know, or I might walk in and I'm like, Hmm, they're diffusing coffee, Arabica, they're diffusing coffee. What a great idea. And so I'll write it down. So one of the things that I would truly suggest to you, as in making sense for you, write stuff down because sometimes those things that are incoming, those intuitive things that you get, insight, and insight is information that is incoming to you from sources unknown. You don't know where this thought came from. Random or otherwise, write it down. It's powerful because it's you talking to you and it's giving you um, not only clues, but it's providing you steps, stepping stones, so that you can create what it is that you want to create. So embody it, feel it with all your senses, 
And when you hear insightful information, write it down. If something jogs your memory and you're out there, write it down. If it's like, hmm, and some of that stuff can be, oh, I'd never do that. And you get to work, you get to your, 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 your establishment and you're like, oh my God, we're doing that. Write it down. Know what it is that you want. And if you don't know what you want, that's powerful too. What don't you want to happen in your establishment? That, that is some excellent advice. I have had clients who will, will talk about something and they will assure me, oh, that doesn't happen with us or we don't do that. And it's the very thing that is <laughs> that happening. Yes. And yes. I, I have to share with them, let me tell you about what happened with me. Exactly. And they're in shock. They're like, yes. I really? can't believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's happening. So that is some great advice to, to write it down. The other thing I find is that when those ideas come to me, if I don't write them down, which I should do more often, but when I don't write them down, um, they go away. And yes. then I'm talking to someone to say, you know, I was just thinking about this and mm-hmm. I cannot remember, remember exactly what, what it was. And I wish that I had, I, I'm trying to use my phone and the, the OneNote app in the phone yes. to capture yes. those, those ideas now, or yes. even to speak them into the, the, the recorder. Yes. Yeah, the recorder. Yes. Uh, because then I can go back and I can listen to them. Mm-hmm. And what I like about that is I can listen to it at one and a half times speed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, yes. You know, I can feel like my time is being uh, protected because I can listen to it a little faster than what I initially said it. So. Yes, 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 yes. Well, this has been an excellent um, time. I've really enjoyed our time together. And to, to the listeners out there, I want to remind you again, we've been talking with Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and we do have a lot of great uh, information on our show notes page for this episode. Uh, but if you can't wait to go to those pages, why you can certainly check out Dr. Wendy's website, which is the laws of attraction in action.com with the emphasis on it's the laws L A W S. So it's plural, the laws of attraction in action.com. And if you're interested in some great smoothies, and as we said earlier, tasting your way to health. Oh, I love that. <laughs> her, her book is uh, Green is for Life, A Simple Guide to Life-Giving Green Smoothies. And I would certainly recommend that. Um, get that Vitamix out. And there you go, mix, Wes. Yep, mix there up some go. of those. That's my, I love my Vitamix. There you go. So we're, see, we're, we give plugs for all these products down here, and we don't even get any... Uh, for that, I should point out, but uh, maybe we should. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> And if you'd be interested in uh, connecting with Dr. Wendy or, or having, you know, doing some work with her, I'm assuming that the website has a is the way to yeah, get your uh, contact. Email or do- Dr. Wendy at Gmail, Dr. Wendy D at Gmail.com. Okay. And of course, uh, you know, phone number 702. Four two five eight five eight nine, and in Wes's time, Sarah seven zero two <laughs> four two five eight five eight nine. You can you can get me there for the most. Oh, part. So, so you've noticed how I give my phone number up, <laughs> yes. and that's 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 actually a sensory thing. I and I, it's good. It's a good thing. I have so many messages where people will say, oh, this is so-and-so, and my phone number is 702 And then you're like, wait a minute. And I've got, to re- I've got to rewind it 
yes. four and five times. times and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Yes. So that's one of the things yes. that when I give out my phone number, I like to do it very slowly intentionally and, and yes. so people yes. have time. And oftentimes I'll even say, and I will repeat this again. So if you're looking for a pencil, you can get that. And they're like, oh yeah, and I'm sure I'm, I've had people yes. tell me, that was really cool because yes. I actually was looking for a pen to write mm -hmm. it down. So mm -hmm. already any closing so, thoughts? Yes. I, first and foremost, I, I think what you're doing is brilliant uh, because I am all about feeling it, seeing it, tasting it, smelling it, touching it. I mean, this is life. This is how we go through life. This is how we experience life. So I think what you're bringing to the equation on the business strata is absolutely phenomenal. Because what happens, Wes, is when it's plugged in right in the business world, the people who work within that business will take that same information and in some shape or fashion, they'll apply it to their personal life. And that just makes the world a better place. I thank you for actually having me on your show. Hopefully I can come back in the not too distant future or in the distant future because I really love doing this. And yeah, thank you, Wes. And so, I appreciate so, you. So I tell people when they say that, I'm going to hold you to it. Yeah, we'll okay. Be, we'll be getting yeah. you back on. So, yeah, yeah. All righty. Thank right, you so Wes, much. Uh, peace. Take care. Thank you. You love too. You. Bye. Bye-bye. And there you have it. Another episode with another expert, some additional insight for what you need to do to create sensational customer experiences. I've really enjoyed this time I spent with Dr. Wendy. Uh, it didn't even seem like an interview. It felt more conversational and like we were just having a, a friendly conversation, which I think we were. It's something that, you know, I've, we've known each other for more than 20 years, and I really value her insight and her input uh, to the topic of the senses and the sensory input. I hope you enjoyed this session as well, and I hope that you'll join us again next week when we deliver another episode of Sensational Customer Experiences. For free tips, resources, and information, visit SensationalCustomerExperiences.com your premier experience brand brought to you by Training for Results, located in the sensory capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. Until next time, remember, if you can sense it, your customers can too.